Even though Ellerina is super bright, her next guest is even brighter. Uh. Hmm, that sounds about right. She's a general practitioner from the Madhurabar General Practice and the assistant professor of general practice at Bond University. Keeping us informed, calm and up to date with the latest in medical news, it's Dr. Tash Yates. Yay! Good morning, Dr. Tash. Woohoo. Good morning, girls. I didn't turn your microphone on. I just um, said oh. good morning and then just waited for you to answer. <laughs> oh, thanks for uh, chatting to us this morning once again. Dr. Tash, we are um, chatting COVID vaccines today. And I guess one thing that I've been seeing quite a lot of lately, I'm not sure about anyone else, is that um, there's a lot of articles and people posting things about the the vaccines killing more people than um, COVID actually has. Can you shed some light on this, please? Yeah, well, look, I mean, that's absolutely categorically not true, particularly if you look at the international numbers. Um, Vaccines have got a very small um, death rate and a real death rate, of course, but COVID has massively um, more destruction, both in killing people, making them incredibly unwell and um, giving them long COVID. So, uh, look, I can just say off the top. Um, that is, that's not true, but I think probably part of the problem here, um, Ellerina, is that I'm seeing a lot of misinformation. I mean, it's been around throughout COVID, but I think it's really ramped up since Sydney went into lockdown. Mm. Maybe people have more time to sit there and, and be kind of, um, uh, what you call them, keyboard warriors and, and right. stuff around. Mm. So can can we talk about, you know, when we see these things, um, can we maybe just have a chat about some of the, the ways we can spot what's true and what's not? Oh, I yeah. Think all of us keep having this happen. And, um, I, you know, before I, I've got four tips to give you, but before I give you those tips, I think it's helpful to understand. They did a study in 2018 where they showed that lies spread six times faster than the truth and also reach way more people. Mm. So, probably because it's more interesting. That's exactly the, the, the um, conclusion the researchers came to. So, this was pre COVID, and I remember when I saw that, I went, oh my gosh, that means pretty much at least six times out of seven things that I'm seeing are not true. Yeah, yeah wow. So, my default position now when I see something on media and social media is to think, huh, that's not true. And then I've got to get it to be proven to me that it's true rather than the other way around. Because the other helpful thing to understand is that when you have seen something and believed it, it is much more difficult for you to shift your brain because your brain mm-hmm. then goes into let's defend this position mode. That's yeah. just what our brains do. And I mean, that's important because we can't spend a whole life questioning every single tiny thing we're told. Um, so let's be a lot more sceptical about stuff that we see in here, realizing that it's mostly going to be untrue and that if we believe it straight away, um, we're going to set ourselves up to, to be a bit of a fool in the end. Yeah. Um, but so let me give you the four things that I've, I mean, there's lots of different things, but I think these four things might be helpful to spotting something that is misinformation. Um, and the first thing is, if you read something and it immediately struck, uh, sparks a really strong emotion in you, particularly something like it makes you disgusted, it makes you angry, or makes you fearful, I think fear is a big one that we're seeing at the moment, mm. um, often misinformation is deliberately put out to spark a strong emotion because that bypasses your critical thinking. It moves from the part of your brain that would normally stop and go, oh, let's think about this, straight to the part of your brain that has an emotional response and that you will just kind of react out of and you will hit share or send or 
you know, reacting that, oh, my God, I can't believe this. This is terrible. This is, um, yeah. So if you're getting that strong, strong emotional response to something, just don't be fooled. Stopping it, ah, okay, I'm having an emotional response. This could be misinformation. Yeah, especially too if it if it's um it's something that sparks what you were already kind of thinking anyway, and then you go, oh, okay, it must be true then. Yeah, hundred percent. And I guess that that kind of leads me into tip number two, which is that often uh, misinformation will make you feel that um, by believing it, you're actually. Um, it, you're, you're confirming something that you thought might be true. Um, it will stroke your ego and make you feel like you're smarter than average, that you're kind of fitting into this intellectual elite of people who believe stuff and all the other idiots out there are sheep or lemmings or whatever. Whoa. <laughs> and um, that's a really common tactic, really common tactic to make you feel that, you know, we the elite are believing this because we're the ones who've got the handle on the truth and all those other idiots out there are, are um, somehow misinformed or dumb. I think this is the most shade I've ever heard you throw, Tash. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, it's been a rough week in general practice and I apologise. <laughs> I'm trying not to take it out on you. Leave Dr. Um, Tash alone, everyone. <laughs> oh, okay, um, look, so that's, that's number two. That's a couple of tips. Yeah, number three, I think, um, and, and fairly easy, is often um, misinformation is really short and catchy. So things like little memes or, or kind of screenshots. And, you know, if you really want true information on something like, you know, does does um, the vaccine cause infertility is, is probably a common one running around at the moment. Um, actually looking at really well thought through, well referenced information, which actually, to be honest, you're probably not going to get that very well on social media. You're probably going to have to go to um, some other source to get that. So if it's really short and catchy and sparks that strong emotion and makes you think, yeah, that, that's right, that's really wrong that they're saying that or doing that, um, again, it's probably not your best source of information and don't don't go believing just that little brief meme, go and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number four uh, it is that if the information um, is is put out there and you're told to believe it because the person saying it is really well credentialed. You know, mm. this person was the ex-CEO of Pfizer or this person, you know, has worked in this industry and look at all the numbers and letters they've got after their name. They're basically asking you to believe on something we call eminence-based information. Okay. So because someone is really eminent, um, you believe them. But to be honest, for every person like that, and there's quite a few of them out there having their kind of time in the sun right now, you know, really a lot of them making a lot of money out of this, let's be honest, um, building up their profiles and their egos. But there are just as many, in fact, I would say many, many times more people just as credentialed, um, just as experienced who would say the exact opposite to them. So you can't believe information on someone's eminence. You have to believe information based on evidence. And that's a really, really big thing that as a doctor, I'm trained not to believe in eminence-based medicine, but to believe in evidence-based medicine. Don't just believe in something because someone smart told me um, or someone who sounds smarter than me told me. I've actually got to look at the evidence because smart people can be wrong. What? Um, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even me. I'll own that. I don't believe that for a second, Dr. Tash. <laughs> oh, well, Dr. Tash, thank you so much once again for all your insightful knowledge. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you do have any questions for Dr. Tash, you can send them through to our text line 048 1073. Dr. Tash, thank you. And I hope your week gets greater. 
Thank you. Look, when we get Pfizer in stock, which we're promised any day now, I think it will. Um, we will turn a corner. Yes. I think so too. <laughs> but in the meantime, leave Dr. Tash alone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Tash. We'll um, chat to you next week. Great. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. This is Good Taste Brekkie.